0: Welcome back to Take It or Leave It. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, back with another episode of the show. Now, um, listening back to my episode from yesterday, I do think that my uh, my sound was a little bit out of the way. And I'm assuming and hoping that this one is a little bit better. Um I think maybe my gain on my mic might have been a little bit too high. I don't know if, you know, I might have knocked it by accident or my daughter might have or something, but yeah, (laughs) um, I started to play back yesterday. I was like, man, I am really loud, you know? So, you know, minor technical issues. I mean, it wasn't ridiculous to the point of, you know, me having to like, re-record and everything. But one thing about me, y'all, uh, like I just like I like being transparent with y'all. Like I ain't, I ain't got nothing to hide. Like, you know, it's it's when you when you do this type of stuff on a daily basis, sometimes things just happen. Okay. Um but yeah I just want to make sure that uh you guys knew that I heard the same thing that you did. Yeah. So it was a little bit loud. You know, had some mic issues yesterday, but I am hoping that this one sounds a whole lot better because I did adjust the mic and everything right before I got started. So Anyways, um, quick recap of yesterday. Obviously, yesterday was not necessarily a day that I would say that was taken seriously, right? And when I say that, I mean, everything was just straight up out of desperation. And when I say desperation, I meant because there was no NBA. You know, we kind of just got to, you know, we take the day off from NBA and we finally focus on something else. But we look at plays that have a, you know, they were all plus money plays. So, of course, there were some serious risk attached to every single thing that we played yesterday. Um, so we did do six picks yesterday. We did go two and four on our super risky plays. Um, the We had Aaron Judge for an RBI. We had Tim Anderson for two bases. Cedric Mullins to record a run. Byron Buxton. Um, for two bases, Paul Goldschmidt, two plus bases and Jordan Alvarez to record an RBI. Now, the last two did hit. So Paul Goldschmidt did hit a home run to secure those two plus bases for us, as well as Jordan Alvarez did, in fact, hit a home run as well to record that RBI. So both of those plays were plus money, which obviously with everything was um, Aaron judge did not get his RBI um, yesterday, which was kind of funny because playing at home against a pitcher who was actually really, really good against at least historically um, he was not able to secure that home run that we thought, or even just an RBI. And it was, it, it was interesting because um he did have a teammate on base, you know, especially his first at bat. Um, and he just kind of went up there and he just, you know, they walked them, you know. So, you know, ain't really much you can do about that. I mean, of course, that is always the, the risk when it comes to looking for particular players. Some of these big threat home run guys will be walked. And that is just what it is. Um, so, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Tim Anderson. Man, they got blown out. I believe the la the final score was maybe 12 to 3. Um, the Giants came to play. They were going crazy. They were just hitting home run after home run. I believe they might have hit, I want to say maybe four home runs in like the third or second inning. Like it was insane. Um, all of a sudden, because I know I remember looking at the score, and um it was like four zip at a moment, and then all of a sudden it was just like. Boom. It was just like one 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 inning pass. And all of a sudden they had 11. It's like, man, what just happened? You know, so safe to say um, that White Sox pitcher or those pitchers did not have a good day. They did not have a good day yesterday. Um, You know, we had Cedric Mullins, who was really the hottest player in the league going into yesterday, did not play very well you know, Byron Buxton, same situation. He struck out a whole bunch. And then I believe he also got walked as well. So, you know, it's just one of those things, but Hey, listen, y'all, we are back with NBA plays today. So I'm not even tripping. on no, no MLB. It don't, I don't keep those, keep track of those. Those are just, we, we have fun with it. We'll see how it goes. But NBA on the other hand, this is where we eat. And I'll tell y'all today, I actually have seven picks for you guys. Now, you can decide to put these in a parlay and go for something crazy, or you just play these as singles, but I do like all of these spots individually, right? So find the ones that you like, pick the ones that you agree with, and run with them. Of course, if you don't like a particular play, like the show's name, please leave it, okay? You know? Um, one thing about sports gambling, I want to make sure that you guys know this, and I think you guys already do. Um You can also do your own research as well. Now, my job is to make sure that I do that research for you, but I want to make sure that you agree. Don't just take my word for it. Agree with the plays first, right? Um, Don't just blindly follow it. If you listen to a play and you're like, okay, I don't know if I like that Moneyline pick, then go the other direction. Okay, just making sure you guys know that. Right. All right. So like I mentioned before, I have seven plays for you today on a very nice uh, NBA slate going into the play in, obviously, within the next week and a half. So some good basketball is about to be played, hopefully. So uh, where I guess we're about to find out. But you know what? Let's go ahead and get right on into these plays. All right. First play of the day. We like Donovan Mitchell tonight, y'all over four and a half rebounds playing against the orlando magic now he's been over four and a half rebounds seven of the last eight games overall this is actually sitting at plus 112 so we're looking at some plus money right here for something that has been done seven out of the last eight games not a bad spot to pick up here for donovan mitchell playing against the orlando magic um orlando magic don't necessarily have much to play for at this moment but, you know, it could be a relatively competitive game because Orlando does find a way to, to be competitive, especially against the good teams. You know, there's just something about the way that team is currently constructed where uh, they got some they got some dogs on that side and and, and they, they fight, especially when they play against the good the good squads, like I mentioned. So this is a good spot here, at least defensively on both ends. I think Donovan Mitchell should be in a situation where he should be able to get more rebounds tonight, um, and you know it's a plus money spot, and it just makes a whole lot of sense to me, so I like it. All right, next play here. We like Mikael Bridges of the Brooklyn Nets tonight, playing against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We like him over two and a half three-pointers. Now, he's done this four out of the last five games overall, and this is currently sitting at minus 122, so pretty good value for a... Very good player Um, and a team, both of these teams, truth be told, um, this game has some serious playoff implications um, behind this game. Obviously, for the Brooklyn Nets who are fighting for their spot within the Eastern Conference and the Minnesota Timberwolves right now who are fighting for their spot. In the West, right? They are right in that mix of teams who I believe have about 38 losses at this moment. I think there's about four or five different teams within that that spot that any loss right now can take you all the way up the fifth or down to like 11th, right? Like it's some ridiculous um, trajectory. You know where you can go depending on if you win or lose. So it's 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 a interesting spot for both teams. But I believe this game will be extremely competitive because both of these games, both of these teams, have something to play for. So um, I just like the spot for Mikael Bridges. He has actually played against Minnesota before the season. He did in fact hit at least three threes for us, and I think he can do it again since they are also playing at home. So give me Mikael Bridges tonight over two and a half threes all right next play here we're actually going back with another money line pick and for some reason i just like picking the celtics money line y'all we got the celtics tonight playing on the road against the philadelphia 76ers obviously this is a huge matchup for both teams um both teams trying to get that at least better better positioning in the Eastern Conference going into the playoffs, uh, because a lot of that time that home court advantage is where it's at, right? So, the Celtics right now holding the second seed in the Eastern Conference, and the Sixers are the third seed. But um, there's still a couple games left in the season, which could essentially uh, change that positioning. Now, it is more than likely that the Celtics will hold that second seed, but. Um, if the Sixers have a chance at doing that, they have to win tonight. But the way I see it, man, I just like the way the Celtics play against these better teams in the East. I believe they are 5 and 1 um in the last 6 games against the Bucks and the Sixers and um you know, I just like this spot. I really like this spot for the Celtics against the Sixers. They have actually won 4 straight against the Sixers um going into this game and this is actually plus money. So you're looking at plus 118 right now for the Celtics money line tonight, and I will be having all of that. So give me the Celtics tonight on the road against the Sixers. All right, next play here. I like DeMontis Sabonis, but I like him under 12 and a half rebounds. Now I understand this is risky, right? Anytime you think about a player like Sabonis, um, even 12 and a half, even though that is technically a higher total when it comes to rebounding for a guy who is that dynamic on the boards. Um but he is playing against the New Orleans Pelicans tonight, and um, the, both of these teams obviously do have something to play for. the The Kings are holding on to that that third spot in the West right now. The Pelicans are fighting; they're fighting for that play in spot. They're fighting to see if they could even move up to six, you know, in the West. So we'll see how this goes. I believe this will be competitive, but. There's just something about, about this spot for Sabonis, man. I just have a feeling that he's going to be under tonight. Now, I could be wrong. This is one of those plays where if it sounds crazy, please stay away. Um, but I like DeMonte Sabonis under 12 and a half rebounds. I believe he'll probably end with 12. You know, that's the way I see it. He's done this five out of the last six games. He was under, as well as a sitting at minus one thirty-two. And the last time he played the Pelicans, he ended with 11. So just some uh some interesting tidbits to think about. All right, next play here. We like Fred Van Vliet of the Toronto Raptors tonight. Under three and a half three-pointers. He's been under eight out of the last nine games. This is currently sitting at minus 174 playing against the Charlotte Hornets without basically a lot of their firepower, right? So I could just see this being a, a quick blowout. But then again, but then again, not I'm thinking about it, the Hornets, man, they be fighting even without their main guys. They fight. They definitely fight. So this game could be relatively competitive. Um, but either way, I still think just because this this three-point three total is still pretty high here. And Fred VanVleet has been under this eight out of the last nine games. And he's been playing some competitive games within that stretch. Um, I think this is a, a spot for him to stay under as well. The last time he played the Hornets, I believe he hit one three-pointer. So, you know, not to say that's going to happen again, but we're hoping so. All right. So we like Fred under three and a half threes next play here i like anthony davis of the los angeles lakers we like him over 28 and a half points now tonight is the first night of a back-to-back here for the lakers uh they do have to play the los angeles clippers and i guess you can't necessarily say it's on the road because i mean they're technically in the same place but um they play each other tomorrow but what i like about this play is the lakers have been playing really well and they know that in order for them to be successful, Anthony Davis has to be their focal point offensively. He has to be that guy. Um, and I believe he's been at least over 30 in four out of the last five games, but just like for this for the this particular prop, um, he's been over 28 and a half. Same thing, for over four, four out of the last five games, and this is currently sitting at minus 111. Now, when you think about the Utah Jazz, you don't necessarily think about a lot of interior defense, right? Um, I mean, Walker Kessler, I believe he is now in concussion protocol. So more than likely he misses this game, which will allow Anthony Davis to basically just do what he needs to do in the paint. Um, and I don't see anybody stopping him once he is focused and he's healthy like that, especially nobody on this Utah Jazz team. So I like Anthony Davis tonight over 28 and a half points and last play of the day we like draymond green of the golden state warriors tonight playing against the oklahoma city thunder we like draymond over seven and a half assists um he's done this four out of the last six games overall this is currently sitting at minus 108 um what i do like about this two things their last matchup he had 11 assists as well as the Warriors are coming off a loss to the Denver Nuggets um, where the ball movement kind of stalled out in the second half, right? Because the Warriors are playing really well in the first half when they were moving the ball. I believe they they had like maybe 13 assists in the first quarter or something like that. Um, but they just kind of the ball movement stopped. It was a lot of one on one after the fact. So I I do think just based off an adjustment, I think they will make it a point to move the ball a lot more in this game against OKC. This is going to be competitive because both of these teams are right at the bottom of the Western Conference right now, but still have a chance to make the playoffs and the play in. Um, so this is a this is a competitive game here with two teams who have something to play for and draymond knows that in order for golden state to win he has to move that ball so that's how i see it tonight all right quick recap here donovan mitchell over four and a half rebounds mikhail bridges over two and a half threes celtics money line against the philadelphia 76ers demontis sabonis under 12 and a half rebounds fred van fleet under three and a half threes anthony davis over 28 and a half points and draymond green over seven and a half assists. That is all I have for you guys today. Like I tell you guys all the time, you got two options. You take it or leave it. I catch y'all tomorrow. Peace.